the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The president, Joe Biden, is scheduled to speak an hour from now. He rarely is on time. So we will see if we see him at 1230 when he comes out, if it's during our show today, which extends until 1 p.m. We will uh, play you what he had uh, to say now that a full-scale invasion of the Ukraine is on. Vladimir Putin launching missile strikes. Uh, This is part of an effort by him to take back land that he thinks Mother Russia should never have given up. And we'll see if we have the fortitude or the ability uh, to stop him. Uh, I don't know if it takes uh, pilots who are pregnant and have uh, form-fitting military uniforms. We should be in good shape. If Mark Milley... And our other top generals can uh, deter Vladimir Putin by lecturing him about white privilege. Telling him how evil he is for uh, taking land that uh, plays to his white privilege and his implicit bias. We probably will uh, beat this back with, uh, you know, a research paper, a uh, a paper uh, maybe Ibram X. Kendi can write to Vladimir Putin and uh, talk him down off his desire to kill Thousands of Ukrainians and take back their land. Call me, though, uh, pessimistic of all of that. Uh, we really have concerned ourselves with stupid things, really, really stupid things. And this is the outgrowth of saying things like climate change is an existential threat. The number one threat to America is uh, white supremacy. The phrase, asleep at the switch, applies resoundingly to the circumstances that we see playing out in Ukraine. And by the way, Vladimir Putin had his forces on the border of Ukraine uh, announced in public at Christmas, and intelligence, we knew about this way back in November, yet we chose a lot like a parent who continually tells the kid, Don't you step over that line. No, no, don't do that. I'm telling you, don't do that. Okay, you did it, but don't do it again. No, no, don't do it. See, much like you discipline your child by exacting consequences in order to get them to respect your authority, the threat of sanctions is not adequate to keep Vladimir Putin from acting on his desire to uh, recapture the halcyon days of the USSR. And these first round of sanctions 
are being described by people on both sides of the aisle as really not that big of a deal. One of the Russian banks that we've sanctioned was already under sanctions. You have to do this in such a way that what Putin is gaining by the high price of oil on the world markets goes away. If you want to hurt him economically, take away what finances his war operation. And as long as China is a quiet, supportive partner, then denying him access, Putin access to Western banks, well, they have banks in China. So I think this is a really weak strategy on the part of our president. It obviously hasn't stopped Vladimir Putin from doing what he has threatened to do all throughout this time. Um, Here is Republican Congressman August Fluger, who was on the Senate or who was on the Foreign Relations Committee, the House Foreign Relations Committee. And he just returned recently from Ukraine. Here are his thoughts on what's going on in Europe. Well, it's a tragedy to wake up this morning in 2022 and to see a sovereign nation invaded by a thug. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, I was there just over three weeks ago. I sat across the table from President Zelensky. He said that Ukrainians would fight for their borders, that their border security mattered. And he also said that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for an environment of weakness. And I believe that that weakness has been directly a result of President Biden's policies, especially regarding Nord Stream and energy security. And I'm calling on President Biden, on Speaker Pelosi, to pass Midland over Moscow to make sure that we have broad sweeping sanctions uh, that will cripple the Russian economy. If that's going to happen, 1230 today is when Biden's supposed to take the podium. And it's not just what Biden says today. It's how he says it. He cannot stumble out there like he did yesterday. Was that yesterday or two days ago where he came out and he made some goofy offhanded remark when he was hey, you're glad to be here or uh, something stupid. Like express that you have a handle on the gravity of the situation. It's not time for joking around. Okay. And. If he has to read what he has to say off a teleprompter, like, could you punch it up a little bit? Like, if I'm having an everyday conversation with you out and about, my tone, my accent on words will be much different than it is here on the radio or much different than a newscaster is when they read something on television. Because if you just talk in a normal tone of voice, you sound like you're asleep. So he has to bring it. Today, Carl Rove, advisor to George W. Bush, pointed that out this morning in a visit with Dana Perino and Bill Hemmer. Now the pressure is on. The president of the United States at noon today needs to come out with a fulsome package of strong, effective sanctions that rip the Russian economy apart, cripple the ability of, of Putin to to uh, have a low-cost or no-cost invasion of Ukraine and sustain occupancy of the country. Uh, now is the time for the president of the United States to be tough and strong and effective. And he better be, a, he better, the entire world is watching. And yesterday's uh, public appearance by the president, reading off a teleprompter, 
he didn't do a particularly good job of reading off the teleprompter. So he needs to be better today. And the package that he delivers has got to have real bite because the stronger he moves and the faster he moves, the greater the chance it will keep the coalition in the West again uh, together and the better the chance to get uh, some reaction from Putin that begins to de-escalate. Carl, this we just have uh, one minute left, but I want to ask you, like, so one of the ways that he would be strong is if the G7 countries, the leaders of which he spoke to this morning, are also strong. And I don't know if yes. we have confidence that that's actually going to be able to happen. Well, it's a big test, and I'm, I, my hope is the president passes the test. We'll know soon enough at noon. For example, if they if if they remove Russia from SWIFT, this is the yes. banking system headquartered in in in, uh, in Belgium, that could be a very serious. A, a, a very serious crippling effect on Russia. It will make it very difficult for them to sell to sell oil, which is their That's principal source of revenue around around the world. So it's got to be strong, got to be effective, and to do that, he needs to do it quickly. Yeah, and I have no confidence that that will happen. I just don't. Maybe I'll be surprised if he does rise to the occasion. I will be very surprised. But the reports out of Ukraine are that at least 40 people have been killed already. Uh, they're trying to take control of Chernobyl, which is in Ukraine, side of the world's worst nuclear disaster. They've launched four ballistic missiles from Belarus into the Ukraine. And uh, it's a it's a very, very explosive situation because if Xi Jinping in China acts upon this situation right now where NATO is engaged in Ukraine, and he thinks this is his green light to go into Taiwan. Certainly our attention, our resources are divided. And you can, I mean, we, we are bound to defend Taiwan. We have to do that. We are contractually obligated to do that. So, I mean, honestly, if I'm Xi Jinping, what better time? What better time than right now? Now, there are reports that we might be facing some nasty weather tonight. I don't like hearing that. I don't like hearing nasty weather anytime, but particularly when I have to drive a decent distance and head into uh, the city of Columbus. I'm headed to uh, one of the local colleges tonight. Ice may happen anywhere this afternoon. What? Beyond 3 o'clock? Don't have an exact, and even if they had an exact prediction, they're never seems like they're never right. But the temperatures are going to be hovering around low to mid to upper 30s. So that'll make the determination on whether we get rain, whether we get ice, whether we get snow. So be careful in your afternoon commute. Just be very, very aware that when you're on bridges and overpasses, because of the cold air that passes underneath them, uh, they freeze sooner. And we just uh, would not want any of you to get caught in a situation like that. We will carry Joe Biden's comments at 1230 if, in fact, he comes up at 1230. Uh, right now, I'm sure he is uh, having uh, Mountain Dew and Skittles applied uh, intravenously. So he's wide enough awake to understand that he has to come out this afternoon and bring it strong. As I said, I have to venture into the belly of the beast tonight, Columbus, into a suburb or portion of the city where the city has rescinded its mask mandate, but the schools in the city have not. That makes no sense, but of course, 
nothing about masking has made sense for a long, long time, other than it was a way for teachers' unions to assert their power over those that they never tire of flexing their muscles and sending the message that they have power over. What about Columbus? When is its mask mandate going to go away? Well, not yet. Not yet. This is nuts because is anyone really obeying this? I mean, I guess so. I go into parts of the city. It almost seems like uh, there are people who, if you rescinded the mask mandate, they would continue to wear masks. I really think we're at this point right now where if you are wearing a mask, first of all, I'd bet 90% of the time you're vaccinated. <laughs> if, you're, if you're wearing a mask, I guarantee you're going to be vaccinated. The vaccinated are wearing masks. The people who have not cowered in fear over the pandemic and over masks, the people who read the headlines that cloth masks don't work, and even previous true believers like Leona Wen on CNN are saying that now, that masks don't work. If you're not wearing a mask, you were never afraid in the first place. And we've been dealing with this in the city of Columbus since September the 10th. And what are they waiting for to take it off? They want the level of COVID infection to drop to moderate for four consecutive weeks. So the testing rate must be between 5 and 8% of the population. Right now it's about 10. So we uh, continue to wait and we continue to have these dumb disconnects between a suburb that will say, yeah, the mask mandate's off, and the schools in the suburb saying, no, no, the mask mandate's still on. So if you're one step off school property, put that mask on. There are even schools, and I know this is a federal deal, there are even schools where they've taken the mask mandate off, but you have to wear the mask on a bus because buses are regulated by the feds. And, of course, you can't expect the feds to do anything smart. That will never happen. Now, I've told you about Josh Mandel and his grandstanding debates with Morgan Harper. That's not a criticism of Josh. It's a description of the function of the debates. Josh Mandel has cast himself in the race for Rob Portman's spot on the Republican side of the ticket in the Senate primary as the Trumpiest pit bull out there. And so it fits his persona. It fits his image he wants people to equate with him that I'll debate anybody anywhere, anytime. Bring them on. I don't care how insignificant they are. I don't care if it's Morgan Harper who doesn't have a prayer of winning the Democratic nomination at all. Anytime I get a chance to insult a Democrat, I'm going to take it. That is why Josh Mandel does it. And he knows that if he goes into the unfriendliest of unfriendly territories, Democratic strongholds like Collinwood in Cleveland, that somebody will more than likely give him an opening to launch into one of his statements that is juicy red meat for the voting block he most wants to appeal to, which is the Trumpiest people who have Republican loyalties. So he did this the other night with Morgan Harper, and he's in Collinwood, and a woman in the audience 
pretty much flat out says, you don't belong here because you're white. You don't belong in this church that is frequented by a majority of African Americans because you're white. You don't belong here because you've said Black Lives Matter are led by thugs. She even said at one point, you've insulted my ancestors, which I don't know what she meant by that, but she said it. And so Josh Mandel goes into this thing about, hey, and he's and he's pointing his finger at her, and he's like, he's not talking to her. He's not talking to her. He's talking past her to all the people in Ohio who he wants to give a memory that, wow, did you see that Josh Mandel? He really told that woman off. That's who he's talking to. And mission accomplished. Well, now, mission accomplished times 10 because that little dust-up got Josh Mandel on Fox and Friends with Pete Hegseth talking about what took place. I was debating one of my Democrat opponents because I'll debate anyone, anywhere, anytime, and I challenged her to a debate, and I said, pick the spot. So she picked a black church here in the Cleveland area uh, in in an urban, heavily African-American area. I showed up. And we had a hearty exchange of ideas and, and debated the, the uh, policy views of uh, our, our viewpoints. And unfortunately, not only could the radical leftist I was debating against not hold her own, but then the audience started chiming in. You had guys there from Black Lives Matter. You had other radical leftists there who kept interrupting me. And basically, they were asking me to leave because I was a white guy in a black church. And it's just, it, it's horrible. It's, it, it's everything that Martin Luther King marched against. You know, Martin Luther King said, let's judge people based on the content of one's character, not the color of one's skin. And the Democrat Party of today is trying to make everything about skin color. He's not wrong about that. But I wonder if Mandel wins the Republican nomination. And you earlier in the week heard me say that they're already on the left marshalling their hit pieces against him. Politico did... I haven't even had time to go through this yet. The thing must be, once I printed it out, oh, the boss better not hear me say this. Printed out is like 25 pages long, this political, politico biography of Josh Mandel. And I think it's Newsweek did one too. So once they start writing about you in that way, you know they are taking you seriously. And the reason they are taking you seriously is because they perceive you to be a threat. And so they want to get out in front and demonize you. Although I will say, they better be careful doing this to Josh Mandel because, A, he likes it. He subscribes to the theory. All publicity, all bad publicity, all publicity is good publicity, whether good or bad. And the other thing they do, if they marginalize him, they might lift up Mike Gibbons. And I think Mike Gibbons would beat Tim Ryan as well. It can ruin your day. Your car is stuck in the garage because your garage door has a broken spring. And on top of that, everyone you call wants to charge you to tell you what you already know. Well, that won't happen with Apex Garage Door Services. With Apex, unless it's overnight or a holiday, they don't charge a service fee. And in most cases, they can come out and fix the problem the very same day. That's one reason why they have an A-plus BBB accreditation. Find their phone number and money-saving coupons at apexgaragedoor.com. apexgaragedoor.com. How does Northside Christian School teach students to learn, love, and live Christ? Their faculty incorporate a biblical worldview into every class so that students learn Christ. Their focus in academics and chapel helps train students to love Christ and to make disciples. 
Their extracurricular activities help students live Christ in the local church, home, and the world. Northside Christian School is now accepting students for in-school learning, preschool through 12th grade. Visit ncslions.org to learn more. Take the answer anywhere. The mobile app, TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey. This is WTOH-FM HD1, Upper Arlington, Columbus. Online at 989theanswer.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.